Welcome to Hitachi Solutions Podcast. Join us as we talk with our skilled professionals and experts exploring how customers like you are delivering business outcomes, tackling business challenges, and accelerating their business initiatives, leveraging Microsoft applications and technologies. Announced this week at Microsoft Build in Seattle and digitally world over, Satya Nadella introduced Fabric. It's officially here and you can see all kinds of videos and social posts in around that announcement if you're interested, including our own. And that's because, cat's out of the bag now, Hitachi Solutions has been working on Microsoft Fabric with Microsoft for the past 18 months, testing, giving feedback, becoming early experts in Fabric before it was ever available in public preview. For those not familiar, Fabric is a unified data platform built to make data access and insights more easily accessible and integrated. Today, we're here to discuss the types of insights hidden in your data and how leaders like you can utilize existing data to elevate analytics that change your company for the better. Hello, everyone. My name is Dave Horstein, and welcome to Exchanges with Hitachi Solutions. My guest today will include Luke McGrath, a described data nerd technologist, uh, and I'm very, very pleased to work alongside him at Hitachi Solutions, where he is our CTO. My next guest is Don Scott, who for over a decade has spent his time in emerging technology and is the vice president of product development for Hitachi Solutions, where he leads the team that developed the Hitachi Solutions Empower Data Platform. Welcome, guys. Hey, Dave. Uh, it's great to be here with both of you. I'm hoping to start with Luke here. Um, Really, if you could help, I'm assuming fabric has nothing to do with t-shirts, tapestry. This is a technology thing, right? Um, can you actually help me understand a little bit? As we've seen, you know, a lot of the material roll out around fabric over the past little while, there's been an awful lot of focus on sort of the capabilities that it is. And and I want to just sort of ground ourselves in in why Microsoft is doing this. So for a long time, Microsoft really has had what I would call two separate analytics platforms. One was Power BI and the other was Synapse. And I think everyone who's listening now is probably somewhat familiar with Power BI. Um, it was Microsoft's business intelligence report and dashboard platform for a long time. Uh, grew out of an effort that was built inside of Excel a long time ago. I'm dating myself a little bit here. Um, but the key thing to recognize about Power BI is, is that for years it has absolutely dominated the market in the visualization space. And it it was really one of the first um, well-executed sort of out-of-the-box offerings that just works from a visualization perspective. So little to no configuration required and you know there's tons of evidence about how widely adopted it's been in the space. It leads the Gardner Magic Quadrant with about four million monthly active creators and it it it's just it's a broadly adopted platform. And the other side of this, right, that other analytics piece was a, a, a suite of tools that we called Azure Synapse, which traditionally hasn't been doing well. It has a lot of really great capabilities, uh, a lot of really powerful pieces in the analytics space uh, can be done through Synapse. Um, but the, the reality was is that it just wasn't super widely adopted. So there were a couple complications with the Synapse environment. So the first piece was, is that it was a, a platform as a service-based offering, which it, it needed some configuration, right? And some management in order for it to be um, 
you know, used and maintained over time. So, you know, it needs to be installed and then configured before, you know, a customer can start to drive value from it. So there's, you know, <laughs> bureaucracy and red tape introduced every time he's trying to light up these services inside of Azure, which slows the time to production and et cetera, et cetera. So like the, the, the other complication um, with the Synapse environment is, is that there was a lot of competition in the space. So, you know, specifically, um, you know, some of the other other vendors, Google, AWS, uh, Snowflake, all had pieces that were in direct competition with the Synapse environment. And then Synapse was not performing as well as I think it could have been uh, in the space. But Microsoft was still really dominating this other side of the market in, in Power BI, right? So to sort of summarize there, like the the before Fabric was announced, the Microsoft Analytics estate was really segregated into two separate platforms. One was, you know, I would say dominating the market on, you know, visualizations and dashboards. And the other, you know, was stuck sort of between a, a rock and a hard place uh, from an adoption perspective. So what Microsoft has done with the Fabric environment is roll a lot of those capabilities from that really great analytics tool that we had in Synapse into a Power BI like Power BI like experience. So think of it as almost the sassification, if I can use that as a word, of a lot of these traditional analytics capabilities into a single sort of holistic environment. Now, the thing that gets me really excited about Fabric is the reduction in the time to value that we're going to be able to drive for our customers through the way that we're building out these platforms right so traditionally when we've looked at at you know, building out data and analytics solutions um it always started with project kickoff and then you know you, you kind of had to do some azure related infrastructure things like usually a platform review to understand Hey, do we have the right, you know, security groups? Do we have the right governance in place to be able to spin this up? Um, and then we'd actually roll out sort of resources that were going to be tied to that Azure environment, right? And then that usually took, like, realistically, and in, in most for most clients, that time between the time that we'd kick off a project and the time that we'd start actually ingesting data into the platform was, you know, probably anywhere between four to six weeks usually because it took that much time to get you know the lay of the land and to understand and to spin up resources and infrastructure as code and setting up pipelines and, and all of these other sort of foundational items that came along with it now so the thing about fabric is is that they've reduced that that time that was traditionally spent on sort of the administration of the underlying platform and some of those foundational pieces right so they've gone from you know ingesting data or getting data ingested into that platform uh you know from what would normally be that four to six week experience to you know what could potentially be be you know in conjunction with some of the accelerators um could potentially be days or even hours right so that that time to value and and then the ongoing burden that has traditionally been associated with managing some of the resources in the Azure environment, like, you know, general maintenance, making sure that your pipelines are running and, you know, making sure that you have, you know, resources deployed effectively and making sure that you have all the governance pieces around that effectively positioned, um, that, that really reduces to, to next to nothing, 
right? So because it's that SaaS-like experience, it gives us the opportunity to, to really focus on those things that are net value add for clients and customers in this space where we're looking at giving them better insights, quicker time to value through, you know, better decision making, and then, you know, ultimately driving forward to, you know, very, very advanced analytical capabilities and then potentially even to say into some ML and AI capabilities. And like the opportunity there, you know, I mean, this is going to be a huge democratization of a lot of these skill sets that have traditionally been, you know, locked up in a relatively small, small group of 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 data engineers and data developers. So, really, really exciting time. And I, I think I think the movement that Microsoft is making in the space is only going to have incredibly, incredibly positive impacts on the way that organizations consume and use data on a regular basis. That's incredible. So. It, if I'm understanding correctly, too, it is, not only is it simplifying in, in shortening that time to value, but the costs involved in what would be four to six weeks of setup and prep work, we're now able to shift that effort to, to the actual strategic value add work being done, right? Um, so that in terms of the actual ROI of making investments in this space, that considerably changes the game. Yeah. And, you know, not just on that, on that side of it as well, but also on just uh, the, the reduction in costs that are going to be tied to the platform, right? Yeah. I mean, because we're, we're focusing in this SaaS-based environment, and I think the data on this will roll in over the next little while, but the cost to operate these solutions is actually going to drive down significantly over time as well. That's amazing. So, okay, the word fabric's making more sense to me now. So it is we're we're weaving these things together, the these applications, these these uh, capabilities that Microsoft had segmented in in the past or currently, and is transitioning to this integrated environment that can really unlock insights into data in in ways and in, in in at a speed that we just haven't seen before. The thing I'm trying to to tie together into all this is um, how do we even prepare for that? I know they're they're in private preview right now and planning on general availability, similar to some of the conversations we had around modern data states and AI and all that, your data has to be ready, right? It's gotta be ready for, for consumption and ready to actually take action on. And I know that we have a product, uh, Empower, that's that's actually helping to, to streamline that process. And what I wanted to hear now is a little bit from Don on what does this mean for our clients as they're trying to plan out their strategy on how they can leverage Fabric and even get ready for it in the meantime? Yeah, thanks, Dave. I think when you look at Fabric, you see Microsoft doing what they've done with the rest of the Office stack, which is simplify it for the average business user. Um, and I think with Fabric, you're going to see a lot of those Excel access uh, gurus switch over to using the modern data stack and switch over to uh, incorporating their data into a data lake, which is a big win, even for those established IT teams that are already producing, uh, you know, dimensional models and combined, refined, certified data sets for enterprise use. Um, with Empower and our data platform at Hitachi Solutions, we've been trying to make it easier um, for those enterprise users and those technical users to get past the menagerie and, and the work associated with infrastructure and with maintaining pipelines that move bits around from 
various source systems into the lake. So we've been trying to make that data acquisition easier and also take uh, uh, a research-based, evidence-based approach for what's the easiest mechanism to get DBAs and maybe folks that have a little bit of Python uh, or R or just SQL experience and be able to make them successful in creating these combined models. And in Empower, we've created some technology that allows customers to use regular SQL and Python if they want to. And we wire up those notebooks uh, intelligently for high performance. So we've taken customers from a on-prem data warehouse with a competitor into the cloud uh, naively, and we've gotten you know end-to-end -end loads in the 70 plus um, minute territory. And then when you apply our technology, it's down to like 10 minutes. And if you want to go even further, you can uh, go into a more of a streaming mode for slightly more cost and a little bit more complexity. But Empower has really been all about bringing data end to end really fast so that instead of going in to your business leaders and saying, hey, I need a million dollars to go build a data lake, which you very may need to do a complete delivery of a data lake, you can come in and say, hey, I, I, I just need three weeks of your time and I'm going to show you what we can do. And then you deliver it and then you do the next one and then you do the next one. And I see Empower with Fabric being a, really a hand in glove experience where uh, one lake and these other foundational technologies are incorporated at no cost for existing uh, Empower customers. And we really help the, our technical IT leaders bring those business leaders closer to their data because that's always been the challenge. Companies always have data problems and, and, and the, the issues tend to stem from a lack of understanding between IT and the business and uh, taking the energy and the time to make sure those business processes are correct and then modeling uh, uh, the data from all of the source systems to match those business processes. Um, so with Empower and the advisory offers that we've brought together, we've we've kind of helped those customers uh, meet meet them where they are. So if if they're struggling with decomping their business process, we we go and help them with that. If they're struggling with implementing the technology, that's easy for us. That's a layup. Yeah. Oh, what I love the theme that both of you are are coming to the table with that excites me is this concept of democratization of of data and data projects i think a lot of organizations that that we've worked with in the past have have struggled with this i could think of actually a number of uh recent organizations that um we are coming in and trying to unwind hundreds of reports there's a backlog the business has been trying to get new requests for information they've had to shift from um, from being a proactive org who can make decisions on the fly to reactive because they just can't get to the information that they're looking for to make decisions. And so the fact that we're talking about fabric, making it easier and, sh and shorter time to value, that Empower is going to help us go through our processes, make sure that we've, we've got that nailed down, make sense of the data model as it's getting ready for fabric, 
Like that seems like an incredible shift for a lot of organizations that have struggled with this. And I'm sure every organization is struggling with this right now. Like how do we get to the information we need as quickly as we can? And both of these tools really seem to be able to enable that. Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say. I, when you look at the total addressable market for uh, data and analytics overall, it's been penetrated very poorly by all of the incumbent leaders. Um, the reality is a lot more people use tools like Power BI than would use a data warehouse product or NoSQL yep. or know how to operate those tools. So the question is, how do you bring all of those people along for the ride? And technologies like uh, LLMs and GPT have kind of opened people's perspective around how they can learn and how they can leverage advanced tools. Um, but I think the future is really going to be about how do we take those business leaders that know how the business operates and, and bridge the gap for them and bring them into the fold while also still making sure IT is involved in, and uh, certifying that data sets are valid and created uh, correctly so that we're not making business decisions or feeding uh, bad data into LLMs that are informing our executives. Yeah. Uh, Don, um, at the risk of sounding like a commercial, this is not my intent, but Empower itself, the, the way I understand it, it, what we're talking about here is really prepping it for Fabric, but it's not just a matter of consuming all these different data sources and getting it in one spot. There's more behind the scenes happening, right, to the data. Yeah, so from a fabric perspective, uh, you know, there's a number of umbrella products, right? So it's it's it, the release is very similar to the Synapse release, where um, tools like Azure Data Factory were moved into Synapse and now they're moved into fabric. It is actually a different implementation and Microsoft's rethought uh, how these data products are delivered so that uh, they're more parallel, uh, that it's more of a pay for what you use model and less of a capacity model, all the types of things that we want to see yeah. uh, as practitioners. Um, but when when it comes down to it, the key thing that Fabric provides is the Fabric. It's actually a very apt name, right? Uh, the One Lake technology being able to connect uh, uh, AWS S3 buckets and all of your existing Azure storage assets and your Azure Data Lake store uh, provides a lot of capability that's similar to, um, say, Databricks' Unity Catalog tool and allows businesses to access their data where it lives. And that, that helps everyone be more successful and avoids us building pipelines to move bits around. And that's where, what a lot of data projects in the past have been. It's been a lot of preparatory work uh, to get to the actual semantic understanding. Yeah, it's amazing. All these announcements coming out from Microsoft, it really does feel like we are hitting the next generation of, of business intelligence and, and business capabilities that's just driven by technology. Um, so it's really exciting it's, and it's incredible that it's been just a matter of weeks um, that all this has really been becoming known to the greater population. So what I'm taking away from this is 
there's a lot of exciting things coming from Fabric. It's going to allow organizations to really consolidate and shrink the time to value in their data and analytics projects. It's going to increase the return on investment from even taking them on. So we talked with Luke about uh, all the work that we're doing four to six weeks typically today to stand up the the architecture and perform all the maintenance that we need to, to have an environment that's ready to go. Moving forward with Fabric, that's just kind of a given matter of days to be up and running. And then we also talked quite a bit about the de democratization of data projects. That was my favorite part, personally. The idea that we're just bringing information to the fingertips of our users more quickly, more easily. That, to me, is what's going to unlock a ton of potential in the marketplace and allow businesses to really shift the way that they're thinking and acting as they go about everything from product design to managing their supply chains to actually getting out in the market and making themselves known. Um, so really exciting things to take away from this episode. Um, Don and, and, and Luke, is there anything that you feel that I missed? Anything that you think our users, our listeners should really take away from this? Yeah, I think the most important thing with Fabric and with all of the latest technology that's coming out in AI and LLMs is these products are too complicated to wait. It is time uh, for your business users to dip the toes in, try these experiences, learn where they work, learn where they don't work, uh, and be prepared for the future where these tools are ubiquitous. Right? We're going to see a total transformation of uh, the office environment in the next three to four years, and it's going to be powered by these technologies. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree with you more, Don. I mean, I, I, I think that the time of being able to sit on the sidelines and wait to see how these technologies is going to play out is is long past. And organizations really need to start to think about how they develop the capabilities in order to incorporate them into their into their processes ultimately. Um, and I think that's going to be a uh, transformative for for a lot of organizations. What an exciting time to be in the space. Well, Don and Luke, thank you so much for your insights. It's helped me personally, which means it's likely helped a lot of people listening today. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to check us out on wherever you get your podcasts and learn more about Hitachi Solutions at global.hitachi-solutions.com. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. We are Hitachi Solutions a global team of innovators who support our customers' data and business system modernization initiatives.